Hello, my aware and mindful tribe, and welcome to Rewoke, Rewriting Our Kids Education Podcast. On today's episode, we are going to be talking about the non-traditional student. We talk a lot on this show about rethinking everything we have ever been taught. Today, we are going to be rethinking about how we teach our kids to measure success and how we can better support them when their interests don't align with what we want for them. Steve Jobs, the founder of Apple, once said, you don't have to be a genius or a visionary or even a college graduate to be successful. You just need a framework and a dream. What's your dream? And oh yeah, are you woke? Our guest today is Tiffany Lardamita, a digital marketer and project coordinator where she helps working adults develop skills that will help their future careers and increase their potential earnings. Tiffany decided early on that the traditional path to education wasn't for her, but that didn't stop her from wanting to learn and keep growing her skill set. She just wanted her learning to have meaning. Many times, kids that don't do well in the traditional classroom take issue with the idea of learning something just to take a test. They want to learn something so they can do something. The idea of working towards the abstract concept of an A doesn't motivate them, so they mistakenly believe that they can't be successful in life. I mean, after all, a four-year college degree is the only way to be successful, right? Wrong. There are many ways students can be successful, and today we're going to learn what they are. Tiffany Lardamita, thank you so much for being with us today and stopping by to talk to us about non-traditional students. Um, I'm going to give everybody full disclaimer. Um, I have known Tiffany for literally over half of my life um, since we were just talking, since I was like 15 years old, 16 years old. And um, her career path has been amazing to watch um, because she has been an advocate for um, for for non-traditional students for a really long time. So Tiff, thank you so much for being here today. And I want you to tell everybody about your background and why you are the person that I wanted to talk to about the non-traditional student. Absolutely. And thank you so much for having me. You know, this is about time. When you first started this podcast, I told you I wanted to come on here. And I am such an advocate for the non-traditional students. So um, my background, pretty simple. I am a lifelong learner. And I believe in um, professional skills development throughout your entire life. I've changed careers multiple times, but mostly have stuck in the marketing and digital tech space. But I've also worked in education. So I've worked for several career colleges in the career services department, helping students get jobs, helped over 400 students get jobs in the Cleveland area. And I've also visited every single high school in Cleveland, Akron, and Canton and talked to kids about life after graduation. Um, but, but truly, I'm a non-traditional student because even though I had great grades growing up, um, you know, straight A's even when I dropped out of school, I still um, consider myself a kind of person that likes to learn on the job, have that hands-on training, and also teach myself and continue to just 
read and stay sharp on my skills. So for these kinds of students, and I'll share more about exactly how to know what kind of student you're dealing with as a parent um, so that you can help prepare your kids for a great career. That's awesome. And and I can vouch 100% uh, straight A's. Um, I remember when Tiffany made the decision to to leave traditional education, um, because quite honestly, I feel like if I'm remembering correctly, and correct me if I'm wrong, you kind of felt it was bullshit. Um, like you were you were being you were paying all that money. We were at school for skills that you didn't feel like were really transferable and opted to go a different route. Um, and I know that some people kind of looked at you like, what? Like you're supposed to go to a four year institution. You're supposed to finish. Why not? Um, and you were like, no, I'm gonna do it my own way. Um, for, I guess before we really get into what what you define a trans a tra- non traditional student to be, um, what what was it you feel that made what made you make that decision? I guess what why were you like you know what f this like I don't need to spend forty thousand dollars to get a piece of paper to make me feel like I am somebody to to validate you know the skills that I have. What made you go that route? You know, um, I actually dropped out of school twice. So I was in college and then some financial issues came up and, you know, didn't have the support to help pay for education. So I was doing it on my own. I was working two jobs and still trying to do college. And I did um, the whole college experience, went away to school, had the roommates, had all of that good stuff going on. And I just realized that I wasn't learning anything in the classes. And I went to college to learn. Um, The truth is that I read about three to five hours a day. It's my favorite hobby, my favorite activity. Um, One day I was looking at my report card. I had all A's all the way down. And I asked myself, what did you learn? And I couldn't think of one thing that I really learned. I'm not saying this is an easy path. I'm not saying that it's it's the right thing for everyone, but there is some merit in um, in really getting to know yourself and figuring out the path on your own. And then you still do have to do some work and keep those skills sharp so that you can compete against people who have. Um, a four-year traditional college degrees. Yeah, and it's not an easy path. It's been, I mean, again, I've been, I've been like there for, for a lot of it. You know, we, we, we talk often and I know that there have been highs and there have been lows, but the highs have been really good. And, and the mm-hmm. lows, I feel, I feel that you would feel that the lows were worth it. Um, you know, even though that, it, even though it was a different career path, what would you describe as a non-traditional student? Who, who is a not, when you, when you go in, when you were going in, when you were working with um, some of the career placement centers and you were going in and you were speaking to, to, um, to the different uh, classes and, and things in, in the different high schools, what student did you realize always gravitated towards you? What, what mm. characteristics, what, were, what was the type of student that you were like, yeah, that's, that, that's a non-traditional student, that this is a kid I can help. What, what did that kid look like? Well, I mean, first of all, most of the time when we're defining non-traditional students, we're talking about college students, right? So we're talking about the over 25, even some of my students were up to like 60 or 70 years old who were going back to school after um, after 18. You know, they were working adults. They wanted some flexibility. They generally prefer online learning or just to get to the point. They didn't want to take all of those extra classes. So when I would go to the schools, I would talk to students who, it seemed like every student, if they were a girl, 
they want to be a nurse or a teacher. If they were a boy, they wanted to go into sports management. I heard that so many times, you have no idea. Um, and they had no idea what these careers actually were. They had no idea what they would be doing. And so I could see which kids would end up coming to one of my career colleges um, just by how they interacted with their other students. Um, if they were disinterested in class, but they really did great in those hands-on type of classes, like they prefer those classes where like uh, art or choir or things like that. Like they excel in, in classes that we wouldn't consider, uh, you know, academics, right? Mm -hmm. um, another thing, if they wanted to go to the military or if they just didn't have good grades, they couldn't really pay attention unless they were in uh, group discussions or things like that. They couldn't just go home and study for a test and then, you know, get right to it. Um, they took a, a lot of time off. Maybe um, there, were, there was a lot of teen pregnancy when I was going into these schools about 10 to 15 years ago. Um, and a lot of them would just tell me, I don't want to go to college. I mean, that really is the, <laughs> that's the main thing to look for <laughs> is if they just flat out tell you, I am sick of school and I don't want to go to college. I want to work. I want to make money. Those are the kind of kids that will probably end up being non-traditional students, going back to school um, to get some sort of certification or something to help them in their career well after they turned 18. So I guess my, my question right now is, parents, you're hearing this, um, you know your kids, you know if there's mm -hmm. a kid that, you know, you're, 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 you're on their back and you want them to... Um, and you you want them to be getting those A's and those English classes and those, those four year degrees uh, or that lead to those four year degrees. You know which kid, you know, you're always on like, why can't you pay attention in class? Why aren't you turning in your homework? Um, you know, and you're arguing with the kids about, you know, you know, your kid and you're arguing with your kid about going to college and they're saying to you, no. Um, and so you I, I think I know for a fact, Tiffany, you know, my, my oldest son um, is a non-traditional student um, and mm -hmm. I wish 100% that I had recognized that when he was 14, um, because it would have saved the both of us so much heartache um, <laughs> um, during the yes. next, during the four years of high school. Like I, I, I was determined to put that boy in a private school and he was going <laughs> to a four-year college. And yes. what he basically said to me was mom, F you. And my, my, my baby is a Marine and I'm proud of it. And he's loving the military and it works for him. Um, he's getting, right. those, he's getting those hands-on skills. He's learning to do what his passion is, which is cooking. Um, and, and so like, oh. yeah, and he's happy, um, you know, and I really, really wish that I, 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 I compare all the time, the difference between my 19 year old and my four year old. And I am trying so hard to take the lessons that I learned from my 19-year-old and apply them to my four-year-old so that I can parent different. Um, and this is mm -hmm. one of them. So I've learned that lesson that with my, having my non-traditional student that I tried to force to be traditional and it did not work. So um, oh, my, my, my question, yeah, my question to you is what, what, what can parents do like you describe perfectly what a non-traditional student is. All of those things. I know people are listening like, oh yeah, that's my kid. That's my niece. Mm -hmm. That's my nephew. Um, how can you as a parent, when you, once you recognize that that's the kind of student you have, how can you support them? Okay. 
So I love this part because there are so many things that you can do. And first of all, what you just said is perfect. Don't make them feel bad. Don't make them feel bad for being different. We all learn in different ways. If you think about it, some people are good with logistics and tactical learning. Some people are good with spatial intelligence. You know, there's all these different types. So we can't make them feel bad for not not fitting into that traditional path. And you also have to remember that 65% of the workforce does not have a four-year degree. So mm-hmm. it's not like it's not like they're just going to be in the minority. So you got to think about it that way too. So what kind of things that, that you can do? Obviously, encourage exploration. Um, you can find so many valuable insights by helping your child get to know themselves. So hobbies. I mean, there there's certain things that they gravitate to. You said your son loves cooking. So do I. I love cooking, and I can cook my butt off for sure. Yes, and it can. was not something that I <laughs> that I learned in school, right? But it is something that, you know, it's a skill that you develop. So encourage your children with their with their hobbies and stuff. Um, Another thing is make them take personality tests. Right. So you've heard of Myers-Briggs, you've heard of DISC, all of those kinds of personality tests. I had my son taking that um, when he was like 12 years old and he was able to find out that he's an introvert. He had such a hard time realizing that, you know, I don't like being around people all the time. I don't like, you know, um, I need to recharge after hanging out with a group. Those kind of insights help him and they help him, um, especially as he's researching careers and trying to figure out what he wants to do. Um, Another thing that you can do is encourage their work experiences. So while they're doing their work, try to tell them about transferable skills that are going to be important in every single job that they have to do. So teach them about communication and conflict resolution and empathy and those things and help them figure out what examples in their current work situation, part-time job, whatever, you know, in their work situation that they can continue to to develop. So um, for instance, me working, I worked at Pizza Hut. I was a waitress, you know, in in my younger days. Um, And then I also worked uh, a couple of other restaurant jobs. Those skills are so valuable and they've taught me so much about business, Mm -hmm. um, teaching you how to humble yourself, uh, teaching you uh, about proper communication, sales skills, marketing skills, Mm -hmm. all of those shaped my career. And so if your child is in um, some sort of part-time job or even a club, help them see what skills will transfer into the job market and keep them developing those skills. Um, Another thing, like I said before, about kids not knowing what the actual career consists of. Um, When a little girl would tell me that she wanted to be a nurse, I would explain to her what a nurse does on a daily basis and, and let her know, you know, you will be, you know, touching people who are sick and turning them over and wiping butts and doing, you know, these are things that you're going to have to do. And you can see her all dressed up in her cute little outfit going, "Mm, I don't know if I want to do that. So, so just talk to your kids about the, the, their hobbies, their, their work experiences, make sure that they're getting skills. Um, Don't make them feel bad. Just encourage whatever direction they are taking themselves, um, but provide those resources to help them get along. I think that I love what you said about um, all those tips. And and what I will say is you can 100% use those even with your traditional students. Um, Now, my middle daughter, um, my 16-year-old, is a very traditional student. She is clearly going to college. She has been saying she's going to college since she was like five years old. She knew what college she wanted to go to. She's a junior. She's already taking college classes. So, like, she knows what she wants to do. But she has such a narrow focus um, and, and, and a, in a career that I'm like, yo, you're not going to make any money. Um, mm-hmm. so what I'm trying to get her to understand is that, um, 
I tried to get her. She, she wants to write. She loves writing. She, she wants to major in creative writing. And I'm all for that. I think you should do what you what you love. I also don't want to live in on my couch in, in six more years because my, you know, it's like, like, you know, like my goal is to raise independent children. So what I'm trying to get her to understand is there are those skills you were talking about, those transferable skills. She needs to learn them because even in your traditional path, it's good to be flexible. It's good to have those skills. So I've been, I pushed and pushed and pushed for her to join yearbook and to take journalism because I need her to because these days those classes is where you learn layout editing mm -hmm. video yeah. recording and and so she thought she did not want to do it but she did it she's actually in journalism too right now and they and she when she came in ironic she will never admit it to me but I believe she is enjoying it. She's learning how to run a teleprompter. She's learning how to record. She's learning how to work the camera. She's being mm -hmm. on camera. She's doing all those things. And you can write the next great American novel while you pay your bills with those transferable skills that you're exactly. learning in those, in those endeavors that you were talking about, those clubs, those hobbies, those part-time jobs. So um, 100% those tips that you gave are, are for... I think you can use them for the traditional student and the non-traditional student, because I know I'm using them right now with my very traditional student. Um, mm -hmm. Now, as so obviously one of the things that parents are, are probably concerned about is if you have this non-traditional student that's saying to you, um, I don't want to go to college immediately. I think a lot of us are thinking, oh my God, what are they going to do? I want them to have a good life. I want them to be self-sufficient. I want them to be able to um, provide for themselves. What types of career options are there for the non-traditional student? Right. Okay. There, I mean, there, there really are so many. I mean, you can think about all the jobs that don't require a four-year degree, and there are a ton of them in every field. And I also want to go back to this. We change careers how many times in our lives? I mean, I, I, the last I read, it was somewhere between five to seven times. Now, generally, we kind of stay along the same path, but you could be making a complete career change. I used to think that I wanted to be a journalist, right? I used to think I was going to be a reporter. Well, that's been replaced by blogging and <laughs> things like that, right? So um, that career is no longer there. I wanted to be a teacher. I still teach, but now I'm a trainer, you know? Mm -hmm. And that, that's, that's something that um, we have to remember is that really you're just trying to lay the foundation for them. So there are a ton of jobs in manufacturing, automotive, they can be an electrician, they could be a plumber. Um, and those are the ones that we traditionally think of when we, um, when we talk about these kinds of non-traditional students. But then take it even a step further. I mean, they can go into the medical field. They could be a massage therapist, a dental assistant, a paralegal, you know, all of those types of jobs, even LPNs, things like that. Um, real estate agent, insurance agent, accounting, bookkeeping. There's so many jobs in that. But also where I've seen a lot of successes in tech, and, um, you know, doing, learning those tech skills, like you were just talking about with your daughter, learning the layouts and the editing and all of that great stuff. Those are all laying the foundation for a career in tech or in marketing. And she doesn't even know about it yet, especially like digital marketing, which is something that um, I've been focused on for uh, at least the last 12 years, you know, um, working as a, a marketer, a content manager, a project manager. Um, and I'm currently just certifying my skills doing the digital marketing pro course, which is um, from the DMI and the American Marketing Association. It's the global standard in marketing. It's only a 30 hour course and you get certified once you're done with it um, and get two certifications for the price of one. Wow. And so it's continued learning. And actually what's so cool about it, um, we offer it through my job and I work through, I work for a marketing agency, a digital marketing agency. 
and um, we have a training division. So we offer this course. And if you live in the state of Ohio, so this is, this is crazy and it's a little known secret nobody knows about, right? If you live in the state of Ohio, if you work in the state of Ohio, employers are able to be reimbursed up to $2,000 for each employee credential, a, a technology focused credential. So we're working with students now, non-traditional students who are having their employers pay for them to take this digital marketing course, this training that costs like $19.75. So it's right under that $2,000 mark and their employer will be reimbursed, but the student gets the credential. Right. It's crazy. The state of Ohio has given away 32,000 of these reimbursements so far. And mm. hardly anyone knows about it. So <laughs> why I'm bringing that up is think about all the jobs that have some sort of technology focus and how you can continue to get these types of, um, have these types of resources or programs or things to help you in your career, but also to help the employer upskill their workforce. Mm. So just something to kind of throw out there because I think it's, it's really important to look for these kinds of resources. I, I, and thank you so much. So parents, I hope, and, and teachers who have students in their classroom, who you're looking at and you're like, this kid, college is not for them. Please don't and that, be okay with that. Own the fact that college might not be okay with that and know that there is a world of opportunities out there for your student who might not yes. feel like the four-year college is right for them. Um, Tiffany, I thank you so much for sharing all this great information with, um, with the people here. Um, I think that you opened a lot of our eyes to the idea that um, you don't have to follow in the very um, clear-cut uh, cookie-cutter path that society is always tries to put us on to be successful. I think that we can start teaching our kids that we can define our own success. Um, and, and that starts with figuring out who they are, what they want, mm -hmm. and, and just creating pathways and, and finding transferable skills to be able to be successful. So thank you so much for your time. It was great having oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you so much for having me. I really enjoyed it. Transferable skills, cultivating real world experience, and exploring alternative careers. Those are the points that stood out to me after that conversation. Thank you again to our guest, Tiffany Lardamita, and hopefully this conversation helped you think thoughtfully about the non-traditional learner in your life and how you can best support them. Show notes and resources to the things we discussed are available on our website at www.justlikemepresents.com. Share this podcast with other parents and educators in your circle and be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And if you like what you heard, leave us a review. Reviews help others discover our show and begin their woke journey. Have a great week. And remember, if our students can see it, they can achieve it. Parents, are you frustrated with traditional education? I was. Educators, are you struggling to find inclusive academic content that represents your students? I know the feeling. That is why I created Just Like Me Presents. Just Like Me Presents is a multimedia production and development company that stresses the importance of literacy, culturally relevant teaching materials, and active learning experiences. Check out our culturally responsive books and supplemental curriculums on our website, www justlikemepresents.com. In the Just Like Me book and JLM pick sections, your child will be amazed at how many books they can choose from where the characters look like them.
They've never had math explained the way we do with Remember Through Rhyme. And I can guarantee the history we share with Meanwhile in Africa isn't taught in any traditional public school. Let us help you get the tools you need to rewrite your child's education and set them on a path to success. If you have a child in kindergarten through fifth grade, trust me, you'll want to check us out. Our programs help students develop a strong sense of self, affirm their identities, and encourage critical thinking and entrepreneurial skills. Head on over to the website now at www.justlikemepresents.com and help empower your child to become the best version of themselves. And remember, if our children can see it, they can achieve it.